Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful podcast, where we go from chaos to confirmation, confusion to clarity, and self-conscious to confident when building your online business using your God-given strengths. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, and inside we're creating full-time fulfilling income in a way that feels great to our souls. Let's get started. Hey, it's Jen. Welcome back to Grace-Filled and Graceful. Glad that you're here today for the next episode in our fourth season. Uh, Four just happens to be my favorite number. I don't know if you have a favorite number. I'm really not into numerology or anything like that, but um, I just, I think it's great because there's two on this side and two on this side and everybody's happy because they have a friend. (laughs) Okay, that might be too much information, but today uh, we're going to be talking about the next edition of our fourth season and we're completely focused this year on bringing you up from part-time pay for your part-time work bringing it into the realm of full-time pay so several you know a couple thousand dollars a month we're going to move that up to the five ticket to the at least the five to ten k a month arena so that you can be even more available to things that are more important to you than your business while still answering the call and serving as you've been called to serve By the way, thank you for listening to the podcast. Last week, we had some newcomers, uh, so glad to welcome you to the Gracefield and Gracefield podcast. Every week, I do a shout out to those people that have joined, shout you out by your city. So recently, we've had people from America, we've had people from Texas, from Michigan, from California, from Chicago. We have Florida, welcome Florida. We have um, people from from we have people from Virginia, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Oregon, Utah, Vermont, and then around the world we've had people from Germany, the UK, Nigeria, Canada, Japan, Australia, Norway, Ireland, Philippines, and Vietnam has been our most recent country added. So welcome, welcome. We're glad that you're here. We pray that this this information that is teaching you to go from part-time income to full-time income with part-time hours on your online business, uh, helping you to better, helping you to answer the call and doing it in a way that feels great to your soul because you know what? The only way that's going to feel great to to build this online business is if you're doing it how God is asking you to do it, not how God is asking other people to do their online business. All right, today's podcast, we're going to be talking about um, our complete reliance on God and how quickly we can have this turnaround in our business when we are completely relied upon him like what? Like sheep and a shepherd. It's been several years since I actually learned more about the relationship that sheep have with shepherds. I, you know, I always knew from from the Bible that in, that was imagery used to convey a story because a lot of times people people are, can be thick thick headed. I'm one of them, and uh, so a lot of times Jesus used a lot of metaphors and parables uh, to teach because the people at the time had real life experiences in those realms, in in the examples that he gave so he could understand things a lot better. And in fact, I use it a lot in in my teaching with adults as well because uh, if you're trying to explain something to somebody who's never been there and never done that and never seen that, although they want to go there and do that and see that, they can better picture themselves in the situation if you're using metaphors. This this week, yes, we're talking about the idea of sheeps and shepherds. And I did just a little bit of searching on the internet 
But there's some, I think, some fascinating things uh, that go on in that relationship. And since the relationship with God is the most important one that we have, and we should be living it out daily as a sheep relies on a shepherd. Um, and wouldn't you agree that a lot of the times we get our, find ourselves in trouble is when we're trying to do the shepherd's job, when really we're just a sheep. <laughs> so we can, we can make the whole process a lot more enjoyable if we remember who we are and who he is, right? So... The articles that I'm going to be pulling some information from, I'll put on the show notes. So in case you want to read the whole article, go ahead and do that. But the first one is from John 10, 5, 27. And, and this one uh, is the one I believe that most people think of when we're talking about the relationship to a complete dependence on the shepherd by the sheep. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. A stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. And since we have such a dependence upon God, the importance of spending time and building that relationship is so important so we can get to know his voice. This particular article has a great paragraph. Christ's sheep know how to hear, what to ignore, and whom to follow. I was just working on my um, recording some of the trainings for the Answering the Call Paul course that I'm pulling together right now. And I was talking about walking down this path of life, this journey uh, with life and business, this path that God has us on. And almost putting on, imagining having blinders on so we aren't paying attention to the things that are going on around us, but only focusing on his will. So while anyone else can recognize the echo of the creator in creation, which is Psalms 19, 1-4, and to many the sound of God's testimony in scriptures, which is John 5, uh, 39, is the only the chosen sheep that will ever, it is only the chosen sheep that will ever hear his voice and three characteristics of the shepherd's voice. It is powerful, it's a personal voice, and it's a pleasant voice. The scripture says that the sheep hears my voice, not just a voice. (laughs) Would you agree that right now in life we hear a lot of voices, right? But my sheep hear my voice. So the sheep hears my voice, not just a voice, which denotes uncertainty, or our voice, which regards consensus, asking everybody else what to do, right? It's singular, direct, and authoritative. It's the same voice that stills the waves and silences the demons and raises the dead and forgives sins. And whether knocked to the ground in Acts 9-4 or caused to rise up, Matthew 9-9, the results are always the same. Sheep that follow with no regrets, which is Mark 10-22, and no provisos, which is Matthew 8-21-22. Anything less is the voice of a stranger. And kind of what just popped into my head is knowing this voice so well that even when we have lots of other voices that are maybe even saying the same thing, they are disguised a little differently. Imagine as a mother, you are in a, you're at a birthday party and there's a lot of kiddos running around, you know, maybe they're the two, three, four year old mark, regardless of how many kids you have. If you hear your kiddo scream, you know that voice, like you know that scream, you know that's <laughs> that's yours, and there's something that happens to you inside. I mean, the whole your whole body reacts like that's my kid, kind of a thing, and you spring into action, right? Because you know that voice so well. You are intimately in a relationship with this human being and this child, and you know the voice that you know that scream. 
So that's kind of how in tune to God's voice we we get to be as we're continuing to build a relationship with him. All right, the next one, it's a personal voice. He calls us his own sheep by name. So Saul's companions heard something, which is Acts 22.9. The Jews thought it, it thundered. Okay, so these are the different, you know, the voice to, to one person. God's voice to one person sounds different than God's voice to another person because it's all about being personal in the in that relationship. The Jews thought it thundered, but sheep hear, the, hear their name. Shepherd doesn't call out his flocks. He calls out his own one at a time. And not only is their name known, but their sin is personal as well. For instance, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Not persecuting the church or disobeying the law. His companions never called on the carpet and neither were they called to Straight Street. And finally, this last this last paragraph by Mark LaCour from Grace Bible Fellowship. Again, I'll post this here. Uh, I'll post it under the, the show notes. It is a pleasant voice that they might have life abundantly. The, the shepherd's voice has a certain cadence to it, a harmony that's melodic to the sheep. His voice soothes and the promise of abundant with the promise of abundant eternal life, verses 10. It quiets the fears of being found alone or lost. It even has the ability to make for peace when the other sheep are added to the fold, which is verse 16. Regardless if the sheep find themselves living in green pastures or trembling in the valley of the shadow of death, it's the shepherd's voice that reassures. What sheep lack is intelligence. Now, as humans, we can be intelligent. Some of us can be crazy high intelligence, but our intelligence does not understand what God is doing. And it is what he's doing in our lives, in the lives of the people that we know, in the people lives of the people that we don't know, in, in the lives of everybody on the earth. Okay, we lack, um, as sheep do, intelligence and courage. So what they lack in intelligence or courage is made up in voice recognition. So strangers may look like angels and even act like God, but it's their speech that gives them away. A voice that lacks authority, intimacy, and hope. Those who have ears... Remember that podcast that I did about um, how we know if it's God's voice, um, kind of the feeling that it gives or the way that it sounds versus how do we know if it's not God's voice? But we should turn around and run like fast, fast as possible. Um, I'll, you know what? I'll post that, um, that podcast. That podcast is season three, episode two. How can I tell if it's God's voice from November 4th, 2022? Um, so I'll post that under there if you want to listen to that one. In another article I found out, they are completely dependent upon the shepherd, be it for pasture or water or grooming or protection. So for us, that looks like for a house, for food, for water, for clothing, for protection. They are prone to wandering off. <laughs> We're talking about our our lives and our businesses on this journey. Uh, this, I just kind of picture of it as a... Um, just a beautiful forest and there's a path, but we don't know what the next step of the path is until we go to make that step, relying upon um, the Lord and asking uh, and waiting for, you know, and answering his call. So they're prone to wandering off the, off the, the, the path. They, they're, they're prone to wandering away from the flock. And there's a, this article says, there's a reason for this. Naturally, sheep are hotwired to follow each other. If you take a chance and observe their, observe their movement, you'll see that the paths they follow are usually winding. They do this so they can see ahead and behind them. 
and they can't help it. It's just an inbuilt instinct in their brains that cannot be changed. A little bit farther down, this is from a website called farmingbase.com, which I'll post. It says that without a shepherd, one of the scenarios that they have is that a sheep could follow each other basically just off a cliff. They just follow each other around with no thought of danger in mind, and so the sh if the sheep at the front of the flock falls down a cliff, it's quite likely the rest are to do so too. <laughs> For farming, that would really be a kick in the pants because uh, you're losing your whole flock because they're pretty dumb. So you can see why one of the reasons why God wants to take care of us and wants us to rely upon him is because he knows what's best for us, right? Okay, without a shepherd, it might also become hard for sheep to find pasture and water, which they require for survival. A lot of times, this will make the, the ewes um, weak and unable to provide food and milk for their offspring, who then die. Also, their wool overgrows. It becomes matted and heavy and dirty and infected with parasites, and this infects them with diseases and internal worms, which may reduce their survival rate. So without a shepherd, their hooves are uncared for, which makes it hard for them to move. So they would be a really sorry sight to see. There's a lot of unfortunate things that could happen to the, she the sheep if the shepherd is not present. I think this um, this next point here is uh, very true comparing it to us as humans and what we tend to do. And since we're talking about growing our online businesses from a part-time to a full-time income while still working part-time hours, this is what I have felt that I... I felt like I was making a good choice in doing, but in doing it several times and not getting the results that I wanted and being open to having this um, uh, conversation with God about what was I doing wrong and learning that it wasn't relying on him, but relying on, about, on what everybody else was doing, especially since what everybody else was doing was working so well. Do sheep get lost easily? This is the next question. It's easy because they have a flocking mentality. They're likely to go astray on most occasions. They follow one another blindly. They have an instinct to flock together so as to keep safe. And this means that if the leader gets lost, the rest of the flock is lost too. And so, you know, I, I have done I've, what I thought was my due diligence. I researched people that I wanted to work with as far as like a coach or a mentor or somebody that I wanted to, you know, watch their stuff on, on the internet um, to follow them. And once that I realized that God made me differently than these people, no wonder we're having different experiences. We're having different journeys. That's just the way it's supposed to be. And if I'm following these people blindly, even though I did my due diligence in researching them, no wonder I keep getting lost. The next thing is that, that uh, sheep, they get spooked easily. They're afraid, even of the smallest things that you can think of. Would you not agree? <laughs> that our default in many cases is fear or something that that stokes that emotion that puts us in a freeze position where we aren't doing the work. We're not taking those steps that we've been asked to take and that they can be dangerous if they're provoked. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? We're dangerous, not only to ourselves, but to others when we are provoked by fear. Now, the last part of the article brings in another point. It talks about shepherd dogs, which is a tool that the shepherd uses to help with the flocks, the flocks of sheep. And so I was reading this part and I was thinking, well, what, what could this be? What kind of a metaphor? That I really believe that it makes sense that God uses his shepherd dog of the Bible to help us. It says shepherd dogs are very intelligent and are usually skilled at herding. 
they, uh, they guide lar large flocks of sheep and act as a living fence. They protect the sheep from eating crops on farms and also they're protecting them. They're protecting them from eating things they aren't supposed to be. So they're, they're preventing things from doing things that are bad for them. And so thank goodness, I mean, he, the shepherd is with us all the time in every place and everywhere we go, but he also has given us something that is physical, that is right here, that we can rely on for safety, which is the Bible. Okay, the next part of the article from this website is, can donkeys laugh? Okay, so this, <laughs> maybe we'll cover can donkeys laugh next week in the podcast, but uh, I just, I was writing the part of my um, the part of my course that I'm I'm recording right now called Know and Go, um, which has to do with the simplicity, the, the complete simplicity of all we need to know, all we need to to work with when moving from part-time income to full-time income with our part-time business online. And it's just two things. I keep it simple. Know and go. And uh, inevitably, like, I, it, it was just, it just happened that I just kind of fell into the idea, the metaphor of the sheep and the shepherd, and it was perfect for the course, for that part of the course. Uh, and thought, well, this would be a great thing to expand upon on the podcast because so often we're told or we think or we quote unquote know that we, you know, we have this experience, we have this, we have these skills, we have all of these things we can rely upon for us to be successful in life and business when truly we are just a bunch of sheep that keep messing us, <laughs> messing up and the shepherd is the one that truly needs to be in charge. Here is to a great week. Please feel free to share this podcast with somebody that is looking to grow their online business. They, they've had some success with it. They, um, they're really, they, you know, they love it. They really feel that they're called to this, but they really want to, um, probably to, um, give more to their family. They are wanting to make some more income with the time that they have to put into it. So the, forward the podcast their way, tell them to subscribe to it or to like it or whatever it is that, that you're supposed to do with a podcast so that it automatically pops up on their screen when you get it. I think it's, is it save or follow? It's one of those uh, verbs. So tell them to do that and let them know that they should listen every week because um, when there is a new city, they I get to call out the new city, new, new state, new country, and it's fun to be part of the family. Also, if you want to, like I said, I don't do a lot on email. I mean, I don't do a lot on uh, social media. So uh, if you would like to get uh, be on our email list, I send one email a week with some thoughts if you'd like to get on my email list, all you need to do is go in the show notes and there is a resource that I have there about never having to struggle again with your online business. So have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.